good, what's good? Hip hop, it's your boy Rob D, aka Rob D, BKA Rob D, in the place to be for episode two of season four of the new millennium. And as you can see from my backdrop, we are in Atlanta, Georgia, my hometown. Uh, representing Dominique Wilkins uh, here today, man. And we're going to be talking about Chris Level Lover, Chris Bridges, otherwise known as Ludacris, one of the most gifted MCs that ever came from the city of Atlanta, Georgia. So before we get started today, uh, I don't know when you, I think you guys are going to see this on, let me think. I think it's going to be on Tuesday's date, which is, hold on, man. My computer's acting super slow this morning. I don't know what Tuesday's date is, but I'm thinking it's going to be on the 14th of September. Uh, we are taping today on September 11th. So first and foremost, I want to say um, that we will never, ever forget 9-11. Uh, I remember exactly what, what, I, what I was doing, what was going on during 9-11, seeing those airplanes go into those buildings, and life has been different ever since then. Uh, and I do want to give my condolences to the families and everyone that's been affected uh, from that tragedy. Uh, so, so we'll never forget 9-11, and we'll definitely do a short moment of silence at the end of this to recognize that. So uh, without further ado, we're going to jump into the episode. I got a couple of special guests I'm going to invite back. So we're going to run it back again with uh, Chuck Platinum. Uh, we got a chance to meet Chuck Platinum last week. We, we talked last after the show last week. And Chuck was like, yo, Rob, man, let's run it back, man. Let's, let's run it back. So we're going to run it back with Chuck Platinum. But Chuck also decided to bring on uh, someone that he works with called Skrilla Gambino. Now, Skrilla Gambino uh, is an up-and-coming artist. Well, I would say an established artist by now. If you have not heard his work, he is a phenomenal MC. Uh, he has a most recent EP called Chose, which stands for, I want to get this correct, make sure I get this right. Creating Happiness Over Stress is his current EP that's dropped right now. Last year, he released another one called Devil May Cry, which was actually some of the joints are produced by Chuck Platinum, our other special guest on here today. So he just, he reached out to me and said, yo, man, Skrilla wants to get on here. And you guys know me. I'm an open platform. If you just know what you're talking about, and, he, and it's an open forum to anybody. But uh, Chuck Platinum has already solidified himself as a uh, hip-hop connoisseur. So he decided to share his uh, wisdom with the young homie and we got him on board and I'm going to bring these gentlemen in so we can uh, get the show started. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce to the world once again, Chuck Platinum and we have Mr. Skrilla Gambino. Gentlemen, what's good? What's happening? Skrilla, why don't you go to introduce yourself to the audience, my good sir? What's happening with you? What's going on? It's Skrilla Gambino from Sugar Hill, the Sugar Hill section of Harlem. You know, I'm in the building, you know, but, uh, I appreciate you for having me on the show, man. Word, uh, man. He's trying to be humble, man. He's trying to be humble, man. That's yeah, right, man. I, yeah, I, <laughs> no, I don't do none of the flash stuff. <laughs> humble cat. Man. It's all good, man. Welcome, my good brother. Chuck Platt, what's good, man? Introduce yourself one more time for the mm. audience. One more game for him, man. What's you, up with you? You, you? you already know, man. Chuck Platinum in the building. BX stand up. Novocaine Billionaires. BACG. You already know the squad, man. No, got my brother Skrilla Gambino here. I'm Sorry, just happy and blessed to be here. You already know. You already right, know, salute to you, brothers, man. Salute to your whole movement, man. Salute to your whole movement. And uh, glad to have you guys aboard with us today talking about one of my favorite MCs, Ludacris. And uh, man, so what I'm going to tell the audience, those of you that are watching or listening, Ludacris uh, probably, and the show was called Mr. Consistent. And the reason why it's called Mr. Consistent is because he is probably the most consistent rapper in the 2000s era, period. Like every album he put out was damn near platinum. I mean, numerous amount of hits. He did movies. 
He has awards. He did features. I mean, he has so much stuff in front of me, you guys. Like, I can't read through it all. I'm going to hit the highlights or the cliff notes, and then we're going to jump into our conversation. But uh, without further ado, let me roll out some facts about Ludacris. Nine-time BT Awards winner, uh, one-time BT Hip Hop Awards winner. He has three Grammys. He has one VMA, one Screen Actors Guild Award because of him being with the cast of the ensemble of the movie called Crash, which was in 2005. Mm. It talked about movies. racial injustice and uh, racial biases. Uh, awesome movie. If you all get a chance to watch Crash, that version of him in it um, is dope. One of the best. One of the best. It is absolutely one of the best movies I've seen. He did 11 movies during this time. Too Fast, Too Furious, Hustle and Flow. Uh, did it is he's done the Fast and Furious series at the Fast Five, all that good stuff. So he's a staple in Hollywood. But we're gonna focus on the music in this particular episode. So he dropped six albums, you guys, in the 2000s. I'm gonna sum up this real quick as fast as I can. Uh, one of my favorites is Back for the First Time, released in October 2000. Uh, you know what that one's all about. Uh, What's your fantasy? Uh, whole Southern Hospitality, produced by the Neptunes, uh, and uh, went triple platinum. Next album, Word of Mouth, Triple Platinum, November 2011, which was Move, Bitch, Future Mystical, and I-20, which is a, a staple mm -hmm. that's never going anywhere mm. in all cultures. Right. You know what I mean? Can't, can't play uh, that. Club. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to Atlanta with him and JD. Saturdays with uh, Sleepy Brown. Uh, Area Co. is featuring the late, great Nate Dogg. Uh, Recipes to Nate Dogg. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, Chicken and Beer, which is one of my favorites out of his catalog, which is two times platinum, the Southern Fried intro. And then we're going to talk about that when we get into this here in a little bit, because once he got to uh, Chicken and Beer, Luda really focused on the introduction of the album. So if you can listen to Chicken and Beer, Red Light District, Release Therapy, Theater of the Mind, the intro of the albums are dope. All four mm -hmm. of those albums intros just set this tone. And my favorite of them all is Chicken and Beer. The Southern Fried intro, Stand Up, produced by Mr. Kanye West. Splash Waterfalls, one of my favorites, mm. Diamond in the Back, Screwed Up, mm -hmm. with a little slip. Uh, P. Pop and Hip Hop Quotables, produced by Eric Sermon, is on there. Act the Fool. I mean, I mean, you guys, just countless. I, I, I really love to read through all this, but uh, two times platinum with the Red Light District, December 2004. Intro, number one spot, uh, Get Back, Blueberry Yum Yum. Mm -hmm. Spur the Moment, which was the West Coast vibe with him and... Uh, my homeboy from the West Coast, I think it was DJ Quick. DJ Quick was on there, that real smooth West Coast vibe, large amounts, pipping all if over. I'm the not, if I'm not mistaken, I think Future made his first um, introduction on one of them albums. Yes, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. No, no question. Um, then we got release therapy in 2006. Uh, one time platinum. We got the warning. We got uh trying to think it was a girls going wild, ultimate satisfaction. Uh, War with God, Slap, Runaway Love, Freedom of Preach, and then last but not least, we have Theater of the Mind, released mm, in November of 2008. On one of my favorite ones, Undisputed, with mm -hmm. uh, Floyd Mayweather, uh, Contagious with Jamie Foxx, MVP, Primo, and one of my favorite tracks from Ludacris is I Do It for Hip Hop, featuring Jay Z uh -huh. and an incredible verse by Nas Nasir Jones. So that is our premise for our discussion. And uh, and I'm gonna get into the singles, you guys. You know, he got yeah with Lil John and Usher and uh, Lovers and Friends. Oh, with Sierra. Classy. I mean, all that goes on. And on. Let me just put this away, man, because we already know what it is with Ludacris. I mean, we don't get into that. We're done with that. That's all the right. facts, right? So but I want to get to the 
the meat and potatoes of the, the podcast is the opinions, right? Not about the facts, it's about the opinions. So I'm going to pass the mic over to Skrilla. Skrilla, welcome to the podcast, my good sir. And my first question for you is, what is Ludacris's impact on hip-hop culture? Um, after none, he, uh, he kind of, uh, I would put him in like a bracket with like you see how Busta Rhymes, uh, it, and he would fall down with like the creativity and the artistry. He goes in there and does what he feel. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it's like you could tell by the way he his videos are, the way he flows. It's like he does what he he does what he feels. You know what I'm saying. And I think a lot of artists they do it, but it's like he puts more so truth into what he's saying. Yeah. Whereas in a lot of artists nowadays is putting a lot of caps in their raps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a lot of cap in their rap. So that's what I would think that his uh like his artistry his artistry compared to a lot is very unrivaled. Like a lot of people can't and he can really rap. That's the most slept on part about Luda. Yeah. People think that he has the when you do the what's your fantasies and and uh stand up the moves you know move bitch you know yeah. when you do records like that they tend to sweep on the lyricism that he um is capable of i remember watching him on um what was that uh when method man and red man had a show on mcv and they had him rapping over the frog like the mm. frog sound and he's really rapping and they was like this oh yeah this this backfired because he's really rapping <laughs> over it. you know what i'm saying so word word and man then, and he kind of introduced the world to a flow that now a lot of people are using, where a lot of people wasn't rapping in double time. Yeah, he was really doing that. You know, outside of the people in the Midwest, people in the South wasn't rapping in double time. Yeah, that's fact. That's fact. So, you know, he's definitely he's definitely a legend. He is definitely a staple in the hip hop culture. Um, and I'm gonna move that over that same question to Platt. But Platt, but with a twist. So one of the things that Skrilla mentioned was the the animated kind of style that made Buster Rhymes famous, made Missy famous. I would throw Ludacris in that same conversation as well. But my yes. my question, Chuck, is do you think that is a, a plus for Ludacris or a minus? Some could see it both ways. What is your interpretation mm -hmm. of that when it comes to Ludacris? It was a, it was a, it was a plus because what the thing was that with uh, he was able to do that Buster and Missy wasn't able to do is he was able to get outside of that box. You understand what I'm saying? So he did that for his first few albums. Those were his highest selling albums. But he was the difference is is like with Buster and him, like Missy, Missy was more you know entertainer. Like Skrilla said, like. Yeah. Luda was rapping, rapping, just like Buster when he, you know, they did the animations, but that's what made them who they were. Right. They was able to have the bridge between the creativity and, uh, you know, to still be rapping, rapping. So that was that was dope. Um, and, and then what happened was he he decided that he wanted to be more serious, be more introspective. He wanted mm -hmm. to be respected in Hollywood. So he. Yeah. He switched his whole sound up, everything, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And became yeah. less animated and that worked out for him too. So, you know, he was always a, a dope, honest, real rapper. So yeah. yeah, he's he's respected on all aspects 
that to me. Facts. Yeah, no question. No question. I, I actually agree with both of you. I always thought that Luda was, so to your point, Chuck, when he first came out, he was kind of kind of cartoonish. I guess that's yeah. maybe a good word mm-hmm. I like to use. Kind of cartoonish, like not kind of like a gimmicky kind of rapper. But mm-hmm. then as he progressed, as he got at his, as his, you know, as he got, I won't say older, but as he progressed in his career, when he got to uh, release therapy, that's his prime example. Release the therapy, release therapy was the change. Yep. Release therapy is when he like started talking about social social things. You know, things to talk about the war. He talked about his beef with him and Ti. He talked about uh, runaway love. You know, with Mary J. Blige. You know, with, you know, with uh, sex trafficking and stuff like that. So like he started to talk about topics that were you know would, would probably be unpopular to talk about social. That's things, the word. But, but it's like, wow, he started to shift. And then when he got to theater of the mind, that's when he, to me, got to, like, the roots of hip-hop. He went back and reached out to Primo. You know, he reached out to uh, Ninth Wonder, you know, some of the bigger producers, you know, to bring that sound, that boom-bap sound back to hip-hop. And I think it's genius, man. I really think it's genius. And he is criminally, ladies and gentlemen, Ludacris is criminally underrated um, in hip-hop. Uh, I don't know how or why or we don't give Ludacris enough um, his flowers or whatever term or coin to term that we use nowadays uh, for Ludacris, for his his penmanship, his showmanship, his shows are dope. You're going to go to a concert. You're going to get your money's worth. Um, but I'm going to pass the mic back over to Skrilla for this one. And to go along with that, Skrilla, with Ludacris and his success, uh, do you think or why do you think that Luda is so overlooked as an MC? Um, I think they was doing that a lot with Atlanta artists at that time. Because when you think Atlanta, it's like the home of the strip clubs. So <laughs> you got to think about it. His first his first record was geared towards what? We was playing that at strip clubs, yeah. Yeah. shit like that. So once you come out with records like that, and then it was, uh, you know, then you get this, the Southern hospitality. They're not really listening for the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Cadillac yeah. reels, Cadillac spills. So when you get those type of records, you're already going to get marginalized into a certain bracket. Right. They're not looking at him as like, oh, he's an MC. He's this. He's that. You know what I'm saying? They're not looking at him as like that. They didn't. Same thing with T.I. They didn't look at T.I. as a real yeah. wordsmith until his third album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is Urban Facts. Legend. Luda didn't start getting looked at a wordsmith until you start doing a uh, blow it out your ass. And that's when people really start paying attention yeah. to like, oh, he can really rap. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why I noticed he's, he really had to make a change and, you know, he really gets criminally overlooked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how was he not on the... He He's definitely one of the ones like, that really changed the demographic. Like, oh, they can really rap in Atlanta. Outside yeah, of Outcast and the Dungeon family, he came out of that like right after that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, and he put Def Jam had somebody to hold the flagship down for the South. Yeah. That was the smartest thing Scarface could have did is being president in the Def Jam South with Simon Luda. So you that know? brings me to my next point. So, Chuck, mm-hmm. if Luda does not have the backing of Def Jam South, do you think he would be as successful as he is right now? Because when you think about, I, I love the way that Skrilla made that point because Luda was signed 
when he made Incognito in it was it right. was independent release. It didn't get a lot of buzz. And it gets a right. major label backing him. So what, right. what does a major label do for you, ladies and gentlemen, that don't know? You get a right. lot of money. You get a lot of money right. thrown at you. You get the top tier producers. So with that in mind, and that is the reason why I think that it separated Ludacris from the pack. So I'm going to let you have that back up, uh, Chuck, real quick. So if that doesn't happen, if Luda doesn't get signed to Def Jam South, do you still right. think he would be where he is in the position of hip hop without that signing? I think that he would have because what people forget is that, you know, even though he did incognito Negro that way, it was still a successful independent release for how he did it. So and he was on radio. Yes. And he was on a major radio station in Atlanta. So it wasn't like he wasn't known. He still had that, you know, that opportunity to shine. Now, where he probably went triple platinum, probably eventually. Yeah. But that's that's what he was aiming for. That's why he went back and did back for the first time. You know what right. I mean? Because it's like, OK, cool. This was probably in the plans anyway. So let me go ahead. I got this deal. And he probably had that insight then when he was dealing with, he, you're dealing with Scarface. Scarface had one of his biggest opportunities as a label executive. And it gives you, this is how I'm thinking as an artist. Right. It would give me an opportunity to stand out. Even if I was the only one, no, I bet. Let me make the bet. I'm going to get, I got this budget. You know, Def Jam right. was, they, they, they was, you know, at that time, that's when, you know, Fab started joining the fold and, <laughs> you know, it was a lot of different things going on with Def Jam right there. Yeah. So I think Luda kind of, you know, saved Def Jam as a whole and had Def Jam on his back. Yeah, so, as, you know, as he coined the phrase <laughs> on the Red Light District. If you go back and listen to the Red Light District in the intro, <laughs> you go back to the intro of Red Light District, he put, I, did, I put Jeff Jam on my back. And then that's exactly what he coined the phrase on there. So I, I think that that's an awesome point, man, because that, that signing. And then what, he, what did he also do, you guys? He brought in his homies, I-20. He brought in um, uh, immediately, DT Immediately. Like, you know what I'm saying? Immediately. He brought in his crew. So I think like... I think we don't do enough of that um, in hip hop. Right. I think that it's all about me getting mine, forget about the crew or, or right. vice versa. Or you bring the crew in. Right. And then the crew, you know, does some foul things and make sure make sure name go down. So it could be the opposite effect of it, too. But I think right. that he already had the entrepreneur in mind. He heard about disturbing the peace back and mm -hmm. back for the first time. He, he already right. had that entrepreneurial type of uh, business mind state. And I think that's awesome. man. And for him to be yeah. where he is now. Uh, they have Shauna on there, who was another dope female MC to showcase her I-20. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know there's a fallout with Chingy and we're not going to get into all that right now. You know, still, I think still, if we focusing on the music. Yeah. Like I said, not to learn, yeah. Chingy, Chingy got a Chingy. shot. The best of, you, get, you got the best out of that whole DTP thing. If you ask me, Chingy got the best Chingy, shot out of all of them. Sure oh, absolutely. absolutely. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, regardless of how the how it ended up, Chingy was yeah. hot. Chingy was Andy hot. came back. Andy came back and got another decent shot. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With man. the uh that that uh the, the song with Tyrese. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He sure did. That was a big record. <laughs> yeah. That was a that big was record. my joint. <laughs> she had a I big fucked record. with Chingy. Sorry. <laughs> That's my guy, yo. That right there, record boy. When we was in the club, anyway, Luda. This about you, bro. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. Yeah. No, but it's it's a, it's, like a, it's a branch off of Luda's tree. You know what I'm saying? So right. it still counts. You know what I'm saying? So I'm good with it either way. But the last thing that I want to get from you, gentlemen, is a, is a hard question. So the hard question is, 
Luda was interviewed. So shout out first off to Breakfast Club, Charlemagne and God, uh, you know, DJ Envy and their whole crew and what they do. I'm trying to be up there in that status with you guys. So I'm coming after you guys, right? So I'm letting, letting, letting the world know right now. So because I envy <laughs> you all, I love what you all do. But when they interviewed Ludacris, they asked Ludacris a very particular question about the Mount Rushmore of Atlanta MCs. And I want to know what you guys' opinion of, of that. So Chuck Platinum, we talking about the female MCs and the Mount Rushmore, yes. the top four female MCs that get their faces chiseled into that uh, piece of granite. We're going to skip right. that on Atlanta hip hop. So mm -hmm. uh, Chuck Platinum, my good sir, you get the first crack at this. If you were to create a Mount Rushmore of Atlanta MCs, who gets their names, faces chiseled into that piece of granite? Are we just saying um, whether Ludacris is or do do we say the Mount Rushmore? We give you what either with or without, with or without. Don't have to be Ludacris right. in it. All right, and so, I'm gonna tell you about that significant here in a second. All right, so I'm gonna tell you who definitely, if we talking individual, definitely like uh, Luda, Ti, definitely up there, and Gucci. You know what Gucci, I'm saying? Okay. De definitely. I, I I haven't thought about the four person, but Luda definitely gets the Mount Rushmore. I know last week was a different conversation, <laughs> but Luda. Luda's one one of the top kings of Atlanta, man. You can never sleep on Luda, man. He's 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 the one of the goats of Atlanta. Absolutely, man. Well respected. Um, a very humble cat too, man. That's what I love about Luda, man. Like Luda, like he is a very humble person. He doesn't. He's very boisterous in his rhymes, but in his real life, he's very laid back. He's very thankful for the things that he has. So thankful, in fact, that he still owns the 1993 Acura Legend that he had before he was famous so to remind himself of what he what he had before he got put on. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what people need to do to have something in your life that reminds you to, to ground you of where you were in your life before you got famous. And he still has it. It still runs. It has over 250,000 miles on it, matter of fact. So he still keeps it in his arsenal with all the rest of the fancy cars and stuff like that. But he has that mm -hmm. one. And he tells everybody that's that's his favorite car because that reminds him of who he was before he was famous. So I think that's dope. Just that is great out there. So we're gonna come back to you, Platt, to fill that last spot. Yeah. Bino, same question, my good sir. We're talking about the Mount Rushmore of Atlanta hip hop artists. Who do you chisel on that piece of granite? Uh, does Outcast count as one or two? Well, well, well. You know, right. I'll give you, I'll give you the whole Dungeon you. family. We'll just put 3,000 yeah, yeah, on there yeah, to represent it. Yeah, I'm going to put three sacks to represent the Dungeon family. Um, You said hip-hop. It's in MCs, right? MCs, producers, whoever, man. Don't matter. Oh, me. all right. Cool. The whole I'm gonna go, the whole gamut. I'm gonna go, yeah, I'm going to go three sacks to represent the Dungeon family. I'm going to throw Jermaine Dupree in there. Okay. Um... Throw. Damn, this is a tough one. <laughs> I told you it wasn't gonna be go. easy. How you doing? I spending in the night. You spending in the night? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's my Tell her she's famous. Everybody can see who she is. <laughs> um, I'm spending in the night. <laughs> um, you got uh, I said uh, three stacks for the Dungeon family. Jermaine Dupree. Um, damn, it's a tough one. Oh, I'm gonna go Luda, Luda, and Tia. 
Luda and T.I., I like that. That's, that's a solid off, four. Just, yeah, just off what they brought to the pave the way and open the doors for the Gucci's, the Jeezy's, you know, and for them to, you know, keep that Atlanta thing going. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw Jermaine Dupree as the fourth. Thank you, thank you, okay. little bro. That, okay. that I didn't know we was adding producers. Jermaine yeah, that's Dupree. why I, I was going the whole game. Yeah. My bad, Chuck. I didn't I didn't, oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't coin the question correctly. My my there bad. Ain't no my Atlanta bad. without Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> Can't make music without Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree is the mayor <laughs> of the city of Atlanta. I I, I will give him. I, he be he will be on mine as well. Um, I put Luda. I will put three stacks to represent the Dungeon family for sure. Um, and then my last one would probably be T.I. Yeah, probably be T.I. Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, and not taking nothing away from Lil John, but to me, Lil John is a branch off of JD's tree a little bit as well. Yeah. That's the reason why I wouldn't, some people put Lil John on there, but Lil John kind of got on because of JD. So JD kind of gets the credit for that. But man, however you want to coin it or phrase it, Ludacris is, he's just, he's awesome, yo. Like Ludacris is dope as fuck, man. Like, he uh, he's able to flip words. He gets respect as an MC. And one of the last things I want to point out before we start closing the show out um, is I love how Luda shines on posse tracks. Right. So when he's mm -hmm. on posse tracks, if you are going to feature and I'm going to tell this to everybody in the world right now, if you want to put Ludacris on a feature track with other MCs, you better be ready to, to bring it because he's he's going to bring his penmanship to the top tier. Now, mm -hmm. he did Major Look Remix. I thought he, mm -hmm. I, I think he was, I think he was a step behind Jada. I'm not going to put him in front of Jada on there. I'll put him in front of Nas, but he was a, maybe a step behind me because uh, getting out on the street, like more stuff on the street, like the evicted tenants. I was like, oh, that was so hard. Yeah, it was, yeah, I, don't definitely. Think, I don't think people were expecting him to get on a record like that. You they think wasn't. You're on a record with Nas and Jada Kids. Yeah, and you're you're so from down mean. south. You're from Atlanta, so it's like they, that's why I said a lot of people wasn't like respecting that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. Like, so he had to get on them kind of records, and you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, and, man. And make people believe in what 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 was going on in Atlanta. Yeah, the I'm you So Hood saying? remix with DJ Khaled. Yep. I, I feel he he bodied that. Um, I think he way. bodied. I do it with for hip hop with Jay Z and Nas. I thought yeah. Nas had the best verse. I think his verse was better than Jay's. So it's like, if you were to, I'm just letting everybody know, if you want to feature Ludacris on your track, you in the world of hurt. That's all I got to, that's all I'm going to say with that. That's all I'm going to say with that. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to lie. Um, uh, to me, Luda, uh, Luda got that T.I. on a uh, song, too. Oh, oh you yeah. mean when it was going back and forth? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, that war with God. Yeah, that was that was being too, though. That was being yeah, too. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Too. Yeah, he killed. He, he he got T.I. with the you know get off the T.I. Yeah, that was. Yep, 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 yep. The my eight. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was cold. And that, that was cold, T.I. T.I. was my guy. Like my first album I ever bought with my money was T.I. Yeah. Urban Legend, which is a classic, so, and I'm okay with that. And I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big T.I. fan. Yeah, best album he got is Paper Trail. Urban Legend, but, but what I'll say out of Ludacris catalog, I yeah. think Chicken and Beer is a standout, Red Light District is a standout, and yeah. definitely uh release therapy is the other yeah, standouts really. for me. Like as he got as he got, you know, as uh you know, we mentioned earlier, his penmanship got better as he got a longer, further along, and then he got surrounded, you know, with other MCs, and they were like, Oh, like you know, like just as Skrilla was mentioning. 
Luda started getting noticed. Like, yo, uh, you know, who the hell Nas gonna reach Nas at the stature of Nas in 2002 to reach out to Ludacris to be a feature right. on his Luda track? Like, Luda is what? How many um? How many albums in in 2002? What two? He's about Ooh, two. Nas Luda. Luda. Nah, Luda. Luda. Yeah, he was about two albums in. Two albums. About yeah. to be into yeah. two albums. Yeah. Yep. Yep. About two so albums in, man. So. For, for him to get an elder statesman in hip hop like Nas to put you on a made you look remix, that was big for the city of Atlanta. Absolutely. We're not even right. going to talk about for Luda. That was big for the city of Atlanta. So it opens the door for, you know, T.I. to get on a, a We Fly High remix. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it opens the, 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 you know what I mean? Like that, that connection from New York to Atlanta. Like, you know, that's. Like when JD and Hove did Money in a Thing, that was some flashy joint mm-hmm. for the for the streets. That was a big record. You that made you look big record. Yeah, definitely, record. man, definitely. And you know, we could talk about that part all day between the beef between Luda and Ti. I'm glad they were able to squash the beef. Yes, um, yes, it's good. It's always good for hip hop, but it's. I always think that beef is good for hip hop. I never thought beef was a bad thing for hip hop. I like to see if it's on wax. If yeah, it's if wax. it's on yeah. wax, if it's on wax, ladies and gentlemen, that's I don't the key want you, nobody word. get hurt, nobody get Let's jumped, look at the camera no with violence. That. If you keep, keep it, it on, on wax, wax, yeah, if you keep it on wax, it's, 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 to me, it's about competition, man. That's why I love battle rap so much, but that's a whole other story for another time, ladies and gentlemen. But we're going to start wrapping things up, yeah, and yeah, now we are going to be dedicating every show this season is to life and memory of Breonna Taylor. So, gentlemen, if you could join me with your fist in the air one time. We're going to do a chant for Brianna, her life and memory. So when I say justice for, you all say Brianna Taylor. So one time, justice for Brianna Taylor. Taylor. Justice for Brianna Taylor. Taylor. Justice for Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor. Taylor. Rest in peace, my mom. We love you. And let your soul continue to rest up there with the Lord. So with that in mind, we're going to go into the shout out portion. We're going to let our new guest, Skrilla Gambino. Skrilla, thank you so much, brother, for your talent, for your expertise, your hip hop mind. Uh, and I definitely want to challenge that mind later on this season. That's the same thing I told Chuck Platinum. Uh, mm-hmm. So you all don't need to be together to do this. There's one that y'all know that, right? So you got to okay. be together to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you got a green light now to come out and reach out to me. You know what I mean? But uh, for surely, for sure. Who are your shout outs going to this week, my good sir? Um, Shout out to the Brotherhood, the BACG. Um, shout out. Shout out. Uh, Hunting in the left lane, my edge home niggas. Um, shout out to first and foremost, I, I'm I'm so tweaking. Shout out to you for inviting me on the show. Thank you. I appreciate salute, it. homie. Salute. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to everybody that supports me and my clothing line and my music and anything that I do. Word, man. Shout out to you, Spiller. Thank you for being on the show this week, man. For the running back feature, this is Chuck Platinum. Chuck, for two weeks in a row. Who are your shout-outs going to? Yes, sir. Yo, you already know, man. Shout-out to my brother Skrill again, Bino, for joining me, man. That's that's my right hand right there. Love my brother to death, you know what I mean? Shout-out to the whole BACG gang, my brothers, the whole brotherhood, man. Love y'all. Novocaine Billionaires, B franchise, the whole team, man. You know, Death Rose Records, I ain't give y'all a shout-out on the last one, man. Appreciate y'all. You know what I mean? And, you know, just shout out to my whole family and everybody that supports any brand that I got, man. You are house, man. You two gentlemen keeping the culture alive, keeping hip hop alive. Um, and shout out to you, Spiller. And uh, I love your EPs. 
Chuck, I love your music as well. Let the Wolves play if you all did not hear it last week. I'm reminding you again, go back to your hip-hop homework. Go back and listen to that EP. He got some more work coming out um, in Q4, looks like. And Skrilla's got that, uh, the, 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 the cho- is it Chose? I think it's Chose what yeah. it's coming out right now. Drop it, yeah, it dropped last month. You guys go support that project. Uh, one of the producers that are on this show right now, I'm not going to say no names, but y'all go check him out. You know, you make sure that you all support the movement. And uh, shout outs always for me going out to my family, my, my queen, Jessica, who is Miss Connected Dots. That's going to be her AKA because she is very good at connecting dots to things like that. So that's good. That's your new phrase, babe. Miss Connected Dots. That's what your AKA, AKA is now. I just I just shout out it. to the shout out to her, too, man. Shout, shout out, out to the queen, too. man. Like, I can't make yes, without her. Uh, she is. She shout is my rock. You, my family, my kids, my grandkids, and everybody that supports Diggy Diggy to the movement. And uh, next week, we're going to be talking about one of the most, uh, what I would say, one of the most creative MCs that put a certain city in the state of Missouri on the map. That is St. Louis. You all stay tuned for that next week. All right. So y'all stay good. Stay humble. And as Ludacris said, we do it for the love. And since nine years old, we did it for hip hop. All right. See y'all next week. All right, man. Peace.